Hallelujah. Well, <clears throat> uh, several weeks ago, I, I can't even exactly remember how long ago, but it's been several weeks ago, long enough that I had forgot about it. I, I was getting this message in my heart, and I had this unction that we were supposed to have a forgetting service. Well, you've never probably ever been to forgetting service. Maybe you've been to other kind of services, and, but we're having a forgetting service tonight. And I had I got that in my heart two or three weeks ago, and then I totally forgot about it because we've had speakers in, and I hadn't been speaking and so forth. And um, this morning during church, God just brought it back to my remembrance to have a forgetting service. And But I'm going to start off telling you some other things. I want to tell you what the prophets are saying, okay? I mean, I know you know this, but just to keep it before you and everything. But the prophets have been speaking, and... Um, one of the prophets, Brother Kenneth E. Hagin, he said in 1995 is when he first began to say this, and it was on Christmas, um, Christmas Day when they were having Christmas with their family. Uh, the prophetic anointing came on him as they asked him to pray over the Christmas meal, and he began to speak about 1996, 1997, 1998, and I won't go into all of that because I don't have to spend the time on it. And then he began to talk about 1999, and he said 1999 is going to be divine. And here we are. We got to 1999, didn't we? So 1999 is divine. Other things that I've heard the prophets say, is uh, that it's the year of overflow. Amen? I've heard one, pro one man of God say 365 days of glory. Amen? And that he's getting up every morning and he's proclaiming. He's, uh, even on the, it, it don't matter how he feels. It doesn't matter what's hurting. It doesn't matter what the, the circumstances look like. He's getting up and proclaiming, bless God, this is 1999 and we are having 365 days of glory. This is a day of glory. Amen? And then uh, I've heard the, the men of God say no limits. Amen. Y'all have heard that. I've heard the men of God say extraordinary things. That 1999 was going to be a year that we were going to have extraordinary things. Well, <clears throat> in my own life, as the beginning of the year rolled around, and we began to go to meetings, and we began to even be refreshed in some of these things, and so I began to speak those things um, about 99, and speak those things over my life, and, and began to declare, this is an extraordinary year, and I'm having extraordinary things, and this is my year of overflow, and as I began to speak those things, I noticed that something kept cropping up. I noticed that something kept coming up inside of me, and I noticed that the thing that kept cropping up was warring against what I was saying. And I tell you what it was that kept cropping up, it was, uh, it was this, it was the way it used to be. The way it used to be kept cropping up in my mind. It was like there was a there was like there was a demonic or divine a divine a divine evil messenger that every time I said this is my year of overflow 1999 is divine it was like something whispered in my head and said yeah but you know how it was you know how it's always been you know how when you've sowed seed in the past you know you've sowed a lot of seed in the past and you know how it's been and it's like this thing just kept saying to me you know, and it was like, it wasn't bringing faith, whatever was talking to my mind. It wasn't bringing, I tell you, it was like there's this war going on between what God said and, and what God was saying and, and what I wanted and what I desired. And then it was like this past thing just kept, and you know how it used to be. 
And so I, I begin to meditate on Philippians chapter 3. And I want you to go there with me. Now, a lot of times, you know, God has us minister things that we, you know, experience. Because, uh, man, I tell you, we know we've been there. We know how to get rid of it. And, 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 and as I begin to meditate on this scripture myself, and I just begin to say, I, I just forget that. And here in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, Paul said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. We can't, for, we can't reach forth to those things that the prophets are saying, that we know that the Word of God backs up the things that the prophets are saying, but we cannot reach forth for them until we forget what's behind. He said, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So if I'm going to have in 1999 what God's been speaking through the prophets, then I need to forget some things. Amen? And not all of them. You know, some of us have done a pretty good job about forgetting the bad things of the past. But I'm telling you, family, there's some things even concerning since we've been spirit-filled and in Word of Faith churches and concerning how things work or how we've perceived things to work. In other words, I sow my seed and I've planted it in the ground and, and then here, you know, there's this process and, and some of that stuff. You know what? For 1999, we need to forget it. Now, I may shock you tonight some, but there's some things that are even what we've called, boy, I've learned some things since I've been in the Spirit-filled Word of Faith thing. Some of those things you learned no longer apply. Forget it. Now, I, I, I don't want to surprise you too much here. but um, So tonight we're having a forgetting service. And I was telling the Lord as I was praying about this service, I said, Lord, you know, I, there needs to be an anointing there tonight because there's some things in people's lives that they've tried to forget and they hadn't been able to forget it. And God, there needs to be an anointing to forget. And I just asked the Lord, Lord, is there an anointing to forget? And he said, Debbie, there is an anointing for everything that is a yoke. Anything that is a yoke, there is an anointing for it. And we know that the Word says in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, that the anointing destroys the yoke. So anything in our lives that's holding us back, keeping us from going forward, anything that's a yoke, there's an anointing for it. And that means that if we will let the Holy Ghost, Jesus already showed up here tonight, and if we will let the Lord Jesus Christ and His anointing, the Christ means the anointed one and His anointing, if we will let the Lord Jesus Christ... Tonight, we don't have to stand for six years for, for, for things to be broken off of our lives. The anointing can wipe it away tonight. Amen? And so here's some things the Lord ministered to me today as I was meditating on this that, need, that needs to be forgotten. Now, I don't know that every one of these things are in this room, but I know that by the Holy Ghost that every one of these things are in the body of Christ somewhere. And so, even though they may not be in the room, they may be at your workplace. They may be things that you need to minister to other people. But the Lord said there are people that are not having babies, and they want babies, and they're not having them because they had a miscarriage once, and they need to forget. Amen? 
He said there's people that are not going forward to the future because of the pain of the past. He said there's people in the body of Christ that are sitting under word of faith messages and hearing the prophets speak about overflow that are not going, they're not believing God for a new car, not stepping out, as Pastor said, not stepping out for new cars and things like that because one time, a long time ago, they had a car repossessed. Now, now some of these I know sound pretty serious, but, you know, and, and so God wants to deal with all levels of forgetting. The, he said, there's people that I want to st- them to start businesses because I want to prosper them, but they're not stepping out to start new businesses because they have had bankruptcy or other, maybe not that, but financial problems of the past. They're not stepping out for new businesses because of it. And they need to forget. And he said, there's, there's people in the body of Christ, faith people, that are not believing me for new houses because they remember how hard the house payment was to make when they first got in the house they're in now. And they remember, oh, how hard that first, you know, those first house payments were to make. And so they're not, they're not believing me and stepping out for new houses. And he said they need to forget those things that lie behind. And then he said that there's people that some, they get the, in the body of Christ, word of faith people, they hear the word taught, and they get a cold or something like that. And, uh, and they, they want to believe God for healing, and they even have faith for healing. But then they remember the past, and they say, yeah, but last time I had that, it turned into pneumonia. I better just go ahead and go to the doctor instead of believing God. See, they're remembering the past, and he said, you need to forget the past. Family, you need to forget you ever had pneumonia. Forget you ever had cancer. Forget you ever had any kind of disease. Amen. The Lord spoke to me on the stage a while ago and said some of these people, Colin fighting it off tonight, but there's been a lot of people in the church that fought the good fight of faith that the whatever kind of crud has tried to come against them, you know, in the last month or so. And there's been a lot of people in this church and he said, forget it. Just forget it. Act like it never happened. Act like you didn't have it. Act like that, that didn't happen. I wasn't sick last week. Praise God. I, I, that, that's, I forgot those things that lie behind. I wasn't sick. I'm, I'm healed. Praise God. Because when we keep remembering those things, then the next time we want to fight the good fight of faith, it's like, oh yeah, you know, you caught that last time. Or the next time somebody comes in the room sneezing, we want to get the Lysol out and have some sort of a panic attack because fear tries to come against us. I know, because I thought, man, I wish all these people would all, all stand back. That's fair. And I just, boy, I caught that and I said, I rebuke that. I do not have a spirit of fear. Germs die in my presence. Yeah. Amen. So forget. Forget it. Amen. Forget it. And, and then the, the Lord said, there's people not believing me for new jobs and not stepping out for new jobs because they were fired 10 years ago or had a bad experience on a job 10 years ago. The Lord said there's people that are ruining the marriages they're in now because they hadn't forgot the trials of the first marriage. You know, you can take your first marriage into your second marriage. And you can act, you can overreact and act weird. I know, you know, you can even take your parents' marriage into your first marriage, into your marriage. I don't know if I've been married once. Now I've got myself, I don't know how many times. No, this is my first husband. (laughs) This is my only husband. But I know, you know, in my parents, you know, they're divorced now and everything. And actually we had, I had, I would say a pretty good childhood. Actually, to me, I think the good outweighed the bad. 
And, and But, you know, my parents did something. There was one partner in the marriage that was a... Uh, uh, was did not deal well with conflict and got into one of those I'm not speaking uh, give you the cold shoulder uh, won't talk syndrome and you know as a child that was that was very hard on me and you know sometimes it would be like two weeks or a month that we're not you know one parent talked but the other one didn't talk and you know and so, um, and being an only child, you know, now if there was 10 kids in the house, there would be probably enough talking, you wouldn't have noticed all that. But when there's just three of you, you kind of notice when, when two aren't talking, you know. And so it was really hard on me. But, you know, I tried to take that into my marriage. And I know the first time when we were first married, because y'all understand, we as Christians, we weren't spirit-filled or anything, didn't have a lot of good sense. Um, but, you know, the first time that Pastor Michael even tried to act like he might not be going to speak or something and he might just going to be clam up for a few minutes. He had a hysterical woman on his hands. It was because, see, I just, all that stuff from my parents' marriage, I took that in and I was just like hysterical. <laughs> Y'all are looking at me. But, you know, and it was not because he was doing anything because he probably wasn't going to clam up for two weeks. He probably just wanted to hush for about a minute, you know, so we could get our breath or something, you know. Um, but, you know, I was just like overreacting to the whole thing. I needed to forget those things that lie behind. Amen? And so there, that, that's what the Lord said to me. He said, there's people that need to forget your old church and how they did things. Amen? He said, there's people that need to forget your old job and how you did things. You know, if you go to a new job... <clears throat> And uh, you're always telling them, well, we did it this way down there. Now, if they ask, well, that's another thing. But if you're always telling them how we used to do it, you're going to not be real popular after a while. Amen? Or how they used to do it at your old job. And so there's things like that that need to be forgotten. You'd say, well, those are simple things. But sometimes just those little things are keeping us from being what we're supposed to be in God. Uh, Pastor and I endeavored when we started this church two years ago, that we were forgetting how to pastor. We were not going to try to pastor, even though we had a, a, a relative amount of success in Seminole, had a good church, a good people. Um, we decided we're not going to pastor. We're going to rely on the Holy Ghost, and we're not just going to do it the same way we did. Amen? And so sometimes we need to do that. We need to just say, okay, I'm forgetting those things that lie behind. Even, you know, if you had, maybe you had good success before in a business, Family, it's still not the same. It's 1999. We have to forget those things that lie behind. You know, it's not, the ministry is not the same as it was 20 years ago. Did y'all know that? Did you know the business world is not the same as it was 20 years ago? Think about 20 years ago that a computer, computers were huge monstrosities 20 years ago. And you had, 20 years ago, you had those little cards. What are those called? Data processing cards or something? I don't know. Y'all are too young to remember, some of you. But we, we, didn't, we had these little cards, key punch cards or something. 20 years ago, when I worked at Columbian Carbon in Seagraves, I, I, you know what? We had, we had a teletype. That is like prehistoric. Does anybody remember teletype? Shorthand. Does anybody know shorthand? Shorthand is no more. Thing of the past. You know, you, it's not, you can't, you gotta forget some things that lie behind, don't you? Amen? And, and, um, 
And, and so we, some of you need to forget some things even concerning how you've done business and stuff. Even though it was good and it worked for you 20 years ago, sometimes things quit working for us just because we need to forget that. And now especially that you're not a new creation in Christ, you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, you know there's a whole new way the Holy Ghost has of doing things. And He is called the teacher. And He will teach you how to do things. And He always has success. Amen? And the way the world does things, or the way maybe a teacher taught you to do things, an earthly teacher, may or may not have success built into it. Hallelujah. So we need to let the Holy Ghost be the teacher. We need to forget those things that lie behind and say, it's a new day. Hallelujah. Okay? Um, the Lord said to forget the years of believing and not quite getting all you believed for. Anybody ever believed God for something and maybe it didn't turn out quite like you believed Him? Or maybe you didn't get all you believed for? The Lord said, forget those things that lie behind. Forget it. You know, sometimes I'm the kind of person that wants to know why. Well, why did that happen? Why did it work this way? Family, you can get bogged down, tear up your faith trying to figure out why. Well, why didn't I, why didn't I get healed that time? Forget it. Why did my business not succeed back in the 80s when I started one? Forget it. Now the world will tell you probably just the opposite of that. But Jesus says, forget those things that lie behind. <coughs> You're a new cre creation. The old man's dead. Amen. Praise God. So we need to forget it. The Lord said to forget all disappointments. Anybody ever been disappointed over anything? Even if you had a disappointment yesterday, did you know yesterday is the things that lie behind? Maybe you had it, maybe you had something that came against you this morning. Forget it. I'm telling you, this is Holy Ghost good wisdom. Forget it. Forget it. It'll defeat you. Forget it. Maybe somebody you prayed for didn't get healed. Forget it. Maybe somebody you loved, you believed for, didn't get healed. Forget it. You say, that sounds uncaring. Well, you can't touch it with your mind. If you touch it with your mind, it'll destroy you. It'll destroy your faith. Even at Rama Bible Training Center, they teach them because there's been some wonderful faith ministers die. I could sit out naming them to you that died before their time. At Rama, they teach them, don't touch it with your mind. No, Colin, he's, he's, he's kind of a... He's got a photographic memory, really. And if he was always like this, if he ever saw a movie or even a cartoon, he can just like remember the, 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 what people say in it or remember the words to the song. And, you know, we even, like I bought him a, when he was little, he had a little Fisher Price record player. And every time I went to Lubbock shopping, you know, I'd always leave them with the babysitter and I always bring them something. I'd go shopping. And I went shopping a lot. I mean, I have an anointing for this. Even before I was filled with the Spirit, I had an anointing to shop. And, uh, and so I would buy those little, little records. I don't know what 33 or I don't know RPM. You know, do y'all know what records are? That's one of those prehistoric things. You know, uh, those are things of the past that we've forgot. Does anybody? And eight tracks. Remember, y'all forgot those too. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, so like I'd buy these little records, and you know, it's so funny. He's 22. He still can sing these dumb little records. 
You know, and it's just so humorous to hear him sing. And I guess that's all he did was play those little records when he was little. Um, but anyway, so he's got this little saying, and it's, I don't even know what it goes to, but he's always saying, block the bad, block the bad, block the bad. Family, you know, that's really, I know he didn't get it. I think he got it from something that wasn't real spiritual, but it's really real spiritual. When something bad starts crying to come at you, just block the bad. <laughs> block the bad. Amen. And so we kind of laugh about that in our family. Just block the bad. But when something starts coming at you that's negative, that's not a faith, that calls up failure from the past, block the bad. Amen? Praise God. I know y'all got a lot out of that. You need to forget all bitterness. If you've got bitterness, forget it. Forget all hurts, intentional or unintentional. If you've been hurt, forget it. And then, I touched on this earlier, and this is the place I'm going tonight. And we're not going to take long, and we're going to pray for y'all tonight. But we need to forget the way you think God does things. Now, for 1999, think about this, you need to forget the way you think God does things. You need to forget the way you think God does things. Now, turn over to Isaiah chapter 43. I'm going to show you some scriptures, and then we're going to pray for y'all. Now, I, I don't know if I've touched on the thing that you need to forget tonight. But, you know, I'm sure if you're remembering it, that you're able to make the correlation and say, you know, I need to forget that. I need to forget that. Whatever bad experience, whatever negative financial experience, whatever disappointment, even spiritual disappointment, you know, maybe um, even some people have had some pretty big disappointments with churches. I, you know, I, I know there's probably been 50 churches start in Tuscaloosa that didn't make it. And I don't know if any of you, I have no knowledge whatsoever that any of you were in any of those churches. But if you were, forget it. You know, we got to forget it. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18, it says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Now look at this. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God is doing a new thing in 1999. God is doing a new thing even from what word of faith people who think they know everything. We do. We think we know. I mean, you know, we're not snobbish about it. But, you know, even the way word of faith people think God's going to do things, God's doing a new thing. Amen? We got, you know, we just got to be walking around nearly on an hourly basis saying, forget it, forgetting those things that lie behind, forget it. And just believe in God. We're, we're never going to be bold in our faith. And step out, like Pastor's been talking about, stepping out and stepping in and stepping over and stepping up. We're not going to be bold in our faith until we forget it. And we're going to have to forget on an hourly basis nearly. Uh, you know, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes symptoms come. Forget it. Sometimes disappointments come. Forget it. You know, I don't know if y'all realize it, but even Pastor, Faith Man, he has disappointments. Sometimes we come to church and look out and go, oh... I just prayed. I saw in the Spirit 300 people. Forget it. That's, how, that's my logic. That's my theory. Last month, boy, it just didn't pan out financially like I thought. Forget it. 
Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. I have a whole new attitude towards finances. And I really think that this is a... It took me a while to get there. I believe you... Nobody had... It took me a while to get there because there was nobody to tell me to do this. But when I pay bills, I just... Like if I have a water bill and I pay it, I just, am, I just have gotten supremely grateful. I just say, God, thank you that I had the money to pay it. Now, I used to be the opposite. I used to look at the checkbook and look and say, man, you mean that's all that's left? But I, don't, I just forget that. I just forget it. And I say, thank you, Lord, I could pay the bill today. And then the next day I may have to pay another bill. Thank you, Lord, I was able to pay it. And, then I, and, and the devil tries to say, do you notice how much you've got left? Forget it. My God supplies all of my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And he gives me seed to sow. I'll have it. I believed God for, we're going to Birmingham to um, meetings of this week for with Ed Dufresne. And I believed God for seed to sow. And I got it. We got it. We believed him. We said, Lord, we need seed to sow. I want seed to sow in Red Dufresne's meeting. I want some seed to sow. Amen. Got it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, the Lord spoke something real specific to me about Amos 9, 13. If you want to turn over there. I think I might have already said this once, but I'm going to repeat it because I don't think you caught it. And you'll get it. You know, sometimes you have to say things two or three times. Don't you ever have to kids tell your kids something two or three times before they get it? The Lord says, forget how long it took for seed to bear in the past. Forget how long it took for seed to bear in the past. Now, if we're going to have Amos 9.13, which says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the treader of grapes, him that groweth, soweth seed, and the mountains shall drop sweet wine, and all the hills shall melt. Then he's talking there about a supernatural harvest time. He's talking about a time when the, actually the, the, the reaper overtakes the sower. In other words, just as soon as you put your seed in the ground, you immediately have a harvest. Amen? He's talking about that. Everybody would like to have that. Family, if we're going to have the, the, the Amos 9.13 supernatural harvest in our lives where the, where the, the reaper overtakes the sower, we're going to have to forget those things that lie behind we're going to have to forget the way it's always been. Some of us have been in this seed-sowing movement for a lot of years. I know Lawrence and Kathleen. They've been in this thing a lot of years. They've put a lot of seed in the ground just because they've been around a lot of years, a lot of sowing. Forget those things that lie behind. You know, in the, in the 20 years ago, it took a while to get a harvest on your seed. One reason it took a while was because our revelation was just beginning. Now, we've increased in our revelation in the last 20 years. And so we're getting more proficient at this harvesting thing and in this believing God thing, aren't we? We're getting better at it. But even that, we got to forget those things that lie behind. Jesus, God said, behold, I do a new thing. Behold, it's a new day. It's 1999. It's nearly like the rules don't apply anymore. I'm going to do a new thing, the Lord says. And if you limit God and you hold on to the past, well, now this is how he's always done it, you're not going to have the overflow and the supernatural that God wants you to have in 1999. So we're going to have to forget it. Amen? Because when you start speaking extraordinary things, the devil's going to say, well, yeah, you know, but you know now that happens to some people. 
And it's been, you know, but and you've heard a few testimonies about extraordinary things, but you know that's just not how God commonly does things. Well, you know, maybe in 1992, that wasn't, but 1999, God says, Behold, I do a new thing. Forget those things that lie behind. I don't know about you, but I've had to do some forgetting. Amen? Uh, he said, Forget how long it took to stand and get healed. Because we live in the day of the suddenlies. Amen? In fact, Isaiah chapter 58. Forget how long it took to stand and get healed. I tell you, I've stood a while before. I heard Gloria Copeland say, took her nine months one time to get healed. I know there's other people that sometimes have stood a year or more, two years or longer. Forget those things that lie behind. Amen? We don't live in that day anymore. It's a new day. God, behold, God does a new thing. It's the day of the suddenlies. Amen? Praise God. This is good news. Isaiah 58, 8. He says, Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thy health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rearward. You know what? We live in the days of God's glory. We live in the days of God's glory. He said, in the, and he said there, the glory of the Lord. He's talking about the glory of the Lord. He says, your health will spring forth speedily. Amen? Praise God. See, we can't even afford to remember yesterday. Hallelujah. Now, that's the only time that it's legal to say, I can't afford. I can't afford to remember yesterday. Amen. Praise God. Psalm 118, verse 24. The Lord just started reminding me of all the times that He tells us in the Word to get into the present. To quit, to forget those things that lie behind. Or maybe He doesn't say it exactly, but He insinuates it in many scriptures. In Psalm 118, verse 24. He says, this is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. This is the day. So many people live in the past. So many people live in the past. Christians aren't supposed to be living in the past. Amen? This is the day that the Lord has made. Praise God. And then in Ezekiel chapter 39. In Ezekiel chapter 39 and verse 7, he says, So will I make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel. God's just about, and he's starting to make his holy name known in this earth. And he says, And I will not let them pollute my holy name anymore. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One in Israel. Behold, it is come and it is done saith the Lord God, this is the day whereof I have spoken. 1999, family, is the day that the prophets have spoken of for years. I know when we first got baptized in the Holy Ghost in 1980, we started hearing about a great revival coming, a great outpouring of the Spirit coming. This is the day that God has spoken of. We finally made it. We got there. This is the day. Amen? This is the day. we got to forget the past. Lamentate, Lamentations chapter 3. That is sort of somewhere close to Jeremiah. 
Lamentations chapter 3. God's always telling us through the Word to forget the past and to live in the now. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22. It says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. They are new every morning. The Lord's mercies are new every morning. It's like God has, a, He starts over fresh every morning. Did you have a bad day? Praise God, the mercies of God are new every morning. Forgetting those things that lie behind. Amen? Oh, oh, praise God. You know, uh, sometimes when you go to the doctor or something, uh, they will want you to keep a, will, will start keeping a journal of how you felt this day and what symptoms you had that day. And you know, I understand they're trying to establish a pattern so they can give a diagnosis. I resist that. I refuse to do that. I forget those things that lie behind. You know, E.W. Kenyon says, quit watching symptoms and start watching the Word. And when I'm tempted, I make myself go look at 1 Peter 2.24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that I, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. And I tell myself, ye were healed, so you are healed. And if you are healed, you is healed, or however. I don't know if I've got the right... I don't have the right English, but I'm telling you, I have to get it if I were... And that was past tense. 2,000 years ago, I was. I, I tell you, today, I am. Amen? And I have to get it in up there and get it in my now. Praise God. So he said, my mercies are new every morning. If Family, God will start over with you every morning. If you made a big bumbling mess yesterday, God will start over with you today. I don't care if you're 80 years old. It's not too late to start over with God. Amen? If you failed a million times in the past, it's not too late to start over with God. Because His mercies are new every morning. He can make an 80-year-old a success as, in life as easy as He can make a 20-year-old. Amen? Praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. You hadn't made your life too big a mess for God to make you more than a conqueror and, and have wonderful success. He would delight to do it for you. He wants to make you a demonstration in the earth. He wants to confound your kinfolks. He wants your kinfolks to say, My Lord, what happened to them? Where did they get all that money? How are they driving that? How is this happening? Man, are they dealing drugs? You know, the world thinks that's the only way for ordinary folks to be get rich, didn't it? <laughs> Praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold now, as the, behold now is the accepted time. Behold now is the day of salvation. Now is the time. Now is the day of salvation. See, God is always trying to get us out of the past and get us into the now. Right now. Right now. Right now I have overflow. Right now I'm healed. Right now I'm prosperous. Right now I'm blessed. Amen? Hebrews 11.1. 1. Of course, our most famous scripture. Oh, God says if my people would just forget those things that lie behind. I can do so much for them right now. Hebrews 11.1. 1. 
He says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is. Now. Right now. Right this minute. Well, yeah, but Debbie, this afternoon, forget those things that lie behind. Amen? Yeah, but me and my husband, we had a fight. We got into strife. Forget those things that lie behind. Amen? Amen? Oh, the devil, he wants to keep you in the past. He wants to keep you in regrets. He wants to keep you in condemnation. He wants to keep you in the past. He wants you to, you know, he wants you to regret everything. Oh, I wish I hadn't ate that chocolate sundae. Forgetting those things that lie behind. Amen? Oh, he, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll dangle a chocolate sundae in front of your face and tempt you. And, and then when you eat it, he condemns you. Oh, for eating it, doesn't he? you go, oh, God, I wish I hadn't ate that. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, I'm so fat. I'm so this. Oh, God. You know. And then the next day, here comes the chocolate sundae again, and you just fall right back in the, you know. Huh? 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 Amen. Forgetting those things that lie behind. Praise God. Well, I, I, you know, I don't know if I can trust people anymore because, you know, they did me wrong forgetting those things which lie behind. Well, you know, Pastor Michael, he even hurt my feelings forgetting those things which lie behind. Amen? Forgetting. It's just not significant. See, the devil, one thing he tries to do to us is he tries to blow things real out of proportion. The devil likes to make mountains out of molehills. Forgetting those things that lie behind. Not important. Did you know what? In God's perspective, there is nothing that's ever happened to anybody in this room that is of really any significance. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't care, and I'm not saying that it wasn't a terrible thing. I'm saying in the perspective of what he can do for you and how much he can bless you and restore you from it, it is of no significance. It is of no significance. God can so restore the Bible says he can take the years that the canker worm ate up and that the locust ate up and that he can restore years. And some of us have felt like, man, I lost some years. I, I know I heard somebody, I don't even remember who it was. I can't even think, maybe it was somebody in this church, so don't be offended if it was because I can't remember. But this week I heard somebody say, I feel like I wasted two years of my life forgetting those things that lie behind. God can restore years. God can restore. Amen? Forget those things that lie behind. Now, I want, does anybody have one of these little cards? I'm, I'm gonna, I want to end with this. Then we're going to pray for you. Does any, did y'all have, this is not the little divine favor card. This is the other one. This is the one Pastor gave out a couple of week, weeks ago, about 1999, the year of the divine. I was just so quickened to this. Second Chronicles chapter 20, 20. If I don't get this exactly right, forgive me because I don't have my glasses on. This is little print. It says, he, God can restore. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. The prophets have spoken. 1999 is divine. It's the year of overflow. So what does prosper mean? I, God, I believe the pros, prophets. So I am rendered successful. I have favor. Now I'm making this personal. I grow, I increase, I thrive because I believe the prophets. I'm made to succeed. I grow, I increase, I thrive, I become strong, I'm flourishing. I succeed in enterprise and activity. I, I have uh, 
economic success because I believe the prophets. I'm established. I'm settled. I'm fixed. I'm not wavering. I'm not doubtful. I'm not weak. I'm confirmed. I'm fulfilled. I'm, you, you're making everything good in my life. You are, you've ordained me and appointed me and set me up in the place of another and confirmed me. Amen? And then I go over to the back. Arise, shine. It's 1999, the year of my overflow. Let Father God bring increase in your life. Let Him enlarge your capacity to receive all of His goodness. Take all of the limits off. Take off all the limits now. So overflow, what does that mean for me? God, this is my year of overflow. It means I'm superior. I'm more, I have more than is necessary. I've been super added to. I have much more. I have extraordinary things. It is, my life is more excellent. I have, uh, what is my capacity? I have a force. I have power. I'm es- I have especially miraculous power. I, I, I am a miracle itself. I have an ability to receive and hold abundance. I have might. I have strength for miracles and deeds. I have the goodness of God in my life. I have virtue. Goodness means virtue. I have pleasant and useful things in my life. The, I have the glory of God and the anointing of God uh, in my life. I've taken off all the limits. What does that mean? It means I've taken off all the boundaries. I've taken off all the borders, all the regions, and all the territories. I've forgotten those things that lie behind. There are no limits to what God can do for me. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Well, now we're going to have a forgetting service. And uh, in Isaiah 10, 27, it says the anointing destroys the yoke and removes the burden. I tell you what, anything that's in the past, even sometimes a good thing, a good thing that we learned in the Word of Faith movement could be a hindrance to the 1999, couldn't it? Because God's doing a new thing. Amen? And we have to be able to let go of the past and let go of the old good thing and grasp the new the new extraordinary superabundant thing that he wants to do. Amen, family. If you've been getting 30-fold on your seed, forget the 30-fold. And 30-fold's pretty good, as pastor's been telling you. But forget the 30-fold. Amen. So I want to pray for everybody in here. Pastor does too. We're going to pray together. And, and the, everybody in here that will let us. Because I don't think there's anybody that doesn't need to forget something. Some of it may be good. Some of it may be bad things that have happened to you. Hurts, wounds. God's going to... If you will believe God, the anointing tonight will destroy that yoke. And in the name of Jesus... Now, that doesn't mean that Satan's not going to try to dangle that thing in front of your face. But and you just tell him, I forget those things that lie behind. I just forget it. Amen? So, y'all come up here, form a line in the front, and we're going to lay hands on you.